1: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, The Voice for Entrepreneurs and Small Business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, episode 43 brought to you by Microsoft Surface. Hi, I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Now, as a leader in your business, all of the decisions that you need to make, the actions that you need to take, in fact, everything is your responsibility if you want to build a successful business. However, that level of responsibility can become a little daunting, especially for those of us who have a very small team or maybe even a team of one. Now, joining me on today's show is a guest who can totally relate to fear and self-doubt. However, she was able to shift through her fear and self-doubt and achieve some incredible outcomes. Ashley Olufsen is our guest today, and she is a published author, a Huffington Post contributor, a TEDx speaker, and most importantly, a teenager who's passionate about self-esteem, about body image, media, mental health, and so much more. She's also a social entrepreneur who has co-founded a company called Move, and co-directs numerous workshops and even a five-day summer program. In addition to being a paid speaker, she also sends out a newsletter and creates YouTube videos. And finally, she is a member of the inaugural class of the Global Youth Advisory Council. Now on today's show, Ashley is going to share three lessons that she has learned that has enabled her to achieve some impressive milestones, which we'll share in a moment, including the importance of being brave, the importance of just getting started, as well as the importance of confronting your self-doubt. So welcome, to the show, Ashley.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: So excited as well for you to share your <laughs> insights because I know so many young women and even not so young women can certainly get stuck with all of the things that we uh, what I just shared this morning. So let me just share some of your milestones. So you recently had 70 girls from all over MA attend your a summer program. So that was this year's summer program. And that was almost double the size from last year. Wow. (laughs)
0: thank you so much yeah Lexi my co-founder and I were so incredibly excited about it and we're planning on growing even more and next summer we actually want to do two summer programs one for younger girls in middle school Mm -hmm. and one for older girls in high school because we are so fortunate to have so much growth
1: yes and so just share briefly with us with the summer program what were some of the things that you included in that to help these young girls
0: yeah, absolutely. So our summer program and all of the work that Lexi and I do for MOVE is very much um, driven by personal experiences. Mm. And for what we've personally, Lexi and I, lack in personal experiences, we have guest speakers come to... Um, share their own experiences so that we were able to reach as many girls as possible and Lexi and I essentially just shared our stories on things like body image, preventing unhealthy relationships, getting help for mental health, so on and so forth Mm. and then we do small groups every day so every girl is with another group of about seven or eight girls um, further breaking down material with a squad leader and just tons of different activities, games, Vision board making parties, dance parties, and so much more.
1: Yeah, I think you know, no matter what age we are in 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 our life's journey, young, not so young the pressures on us from ourselves and from you know externally is huge but I think in this day and age the pressure for young young girls young women oh, if I look back to what I was worried about when I was you know a, a teenager to compare to the pressures of today I think your programs that you're running is so needed so thank you for taking up that helm and and uh, and sharing that with these wonderful women and girls that you're leading so you also recently published your first book survival of the prettiest and you're incredibly proud of the fact that you got it done. I know many women who have a book inside of their head and never yet quite get it published so congratulations and uh, you're really proud that your summer program is fully run by teen girls and you also love that your staff member were girls who previously had grown up attending workshops and now old enough to be able to take on a leadership role. I think as women and, and young young women as well, we don't realize that the impact and influence we can have and the people that we network with that we can mm-hmm. just meet, we are a leader because we can influence and I think once we when we really understand that, oh it's uh, quite powerful, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's really, really beautiful,
1: yes. Yeah. And you are also proud that you've got an intern and that we have people who so believe in the message of what you're doing and that they volunteer their time for a cause. That often happens when you're so clear on Mm -hmm. your why and you're driven by that passion and that meaningful why. The people that just have the same values uh, that align with that just step forward to help you. So fantastic. Let's dive in. The importance of being, being brave. How many of us uh, allow fear to stop us from taking action towards something that we really dream about share a little bit more about this
0: Yeah, I just feel that I have been so scared to do everything that has really moved me forward in regards to my career um, I remember being absolutely just so scared of what would happen when I gave the first Move workshop alongside Lexi to girls our own age and even older. Mm -hmm. I was worried. I was a junior in high school at the time and I was worried about my reputation. I was worried about um, peer disapproval and what would happen if I gave a bad workshop. I just had so much fear that I wasn't um, going to be able to do a good job with it and Mm -hmm. that I was going to embarrass myself. And I allowed that to temporarily hold me back. And then I decided that I needed to overcome that. Mm-hmm. And I have felt fear, you know, for running the summer program. I've been scared to publish my book. I've been scared to do so many of the things that I've done, yes. but, um, there's a really great quote about how your life, um, expands or shrinks in regards to, um, how much you step outside of your comfort zone. I wish I could remember the exact quote, but I think it's a really incredible one. And, um, I think the best way to conquer your fears is there's this quote that I have on my agenda. It's mm-hmm. a passion planner. And the quote they gave us a sticker says, action cures fear. Mm. And I really believe that the best way to be brave and the best way to overcome that fear
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, is through taking action. Mm. That's the way you're going to make progress. And
1: I think no matter what you're trying to achieve, there is always a certain amount of fear around that. Even if you have an idea of the actions that you need to take, that you may have people that surround you that you know that you are supported by. And so recognizing that we're not alone in our fear and Mm -hmm. that everybody has a certain level of fear. But what I think is really important and what you did is recognizing that a lot of what goes on in our head it's just assumptions it's not really true at all and and something that i've learned and i'm sure you you may have learned this as well is that sometimes yes there may be people who stand up and say things that are not so nice But you know what? The people that we are here to serve, to support, to inspire, to empower, by us not being brave and sharing our message means that these people who need to hear what we are sharing, your workshops, your summer programs, if you're not out there sharing that, then you're not going to impact the lives of all these incredible young women. And so sometimes just a mix of that really just has us just take that step forward and when we start to achieve things, and I'm sure you you have had this as well, it's like, wow, okay, we were able to do that. What's the next step? Have you found that that's also true for you as well?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think like, the really beautiful thing about the work that I've been doing, it always has felt as though the next step has been very natural. It's mm. been terrifying and scary, of course, but like, taking the next step, the next, it just seems it's like the natural next progression. For yeah. example, Lexi and I right now are talking about um, an idea that we have for the girls that have graduated the Move Summer Program mm-hmm. and the girls that have graduated, you know, the 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 high school and middle school level. And I don't want to say too much about our idea because I want to make sure that it actually gets done, and yeah. we're still working on it right mm-hmm. now. And but. the idea that we have is just like, it's the obvious next step. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of actually getting out there and doing it and facing, um, you know, our fears and being brave with it.
1: Yeah. And something that you picked out that you said, and I'd love to just stress because so many of us, we see our end goal, but it is so big and so exciting that it becomes overwhelming because it's like I have no idea how to achieve that and that's because there are so many different steps that need to be taken so what I tend to do and what you have done and you may not realize that you've did that you've done this is you've kind of reverse engineered it and gone all right what is the first step that we need to do? What's the first logical yeah. step? Then that gets completed. And what you've just said, what's the next step after that? So sometimes just by taking that action, and that's a beautiful segue into the next point, the importance of getting started. It's just taking that step, isn't it?
0: Yeah, something that I really, really believe strongly in is like, is just you don't have to be perfect. And I believe that it's more important to get started mm-hmm. than it is to be perfect. Yes. because once you get started, you're going to be able to get closer to mm. perfection. Mm-hmm. But if you never even get started, you're not even, you're so far away from perfection because you have not even begun. You've not even begun. Yeah. Whereas if you get started, you can begin the road and you can begin the process to perfection. Mm. And you can do that through learning. And yeah. it's something that I think is you're going to make mistakes inevitably. It's a huge part of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So why not just make your biggest mistakes at the beginning mm-hmm. and then you know fail quickly so you can learn fast there's yeah. that old saying and then go from there
1: yeah what were a few things that you did or, or you looking back you see that you had put into place that really supported you in taking that first step were there some key things that you did have identified and did have laid out to help make that whole transition into getting started so much easier for you
0: that's a really great question um i i'm just so like privileged I really, really am. I had people who believed in me and people who supported me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not immediately faced with rejection mm-hmm. when I and three of my friends suggested that we give a workshop um, uh, to, to the vice principal of the middle school. Mm-hmm. The middle school vice principal said, absolutely. How can we do this together? Yeah. and she could have very easily just rejected us right there. She Mm. could have seen us as a couple of 15-year-old girls with big ideas, but who had literally no experience, Mm. you know, with running a workshop. And that's a huge responsibility to be a role model for girls so young, um, especially Mm -hmm. talking about such serious issues. But this, my mentor, Mrs. Grady, was literally like, okay, like, let's do it. And so some of, like, the things that I've had really, like, in my favor that have allowed me to take the first steps was just definite, like, Privilege and the sense that people believed in me and that people supported me and that I didn't have, I didn't really face like administrative roadblocks or, you know, roadblocks from my school or from the people supporting me. It was mm. backlash and criticism came later, of course, but mm. we had um, support at the beginning, mm. which I think was really, really critical. Yeah. And then I met Lexi. Um, who was really encouraging and supportive of the work and then Lexi joined me. So then I was blessed with an incredible co-founder and partner. Mm-hmm. And then I had my best friend, Maddie Drossback as well, who has always been a guest speaker at our workshops, who's a squad leader at our summer program. So I was very fortunate to have like key team players that I'm still working with today from the very beginning,
1: yeah, I love that, and I think be, because you recognise that there was a huge need out there, I mean that in itself I think is is key, because when you start to be able to have conversations with others, other key stakeholders who can support you in this instance, it was you know some of the key leaders of, of the school, when you're able to really voice and communicate that vision and idea that you have in such a way that they can see this is going to impact positively many, many lives. It makes it so much easier for people to step up and support you and say yes what do you need how how can we get this done whereas Mm -hmm. so often I think that whole getting started aspect there may be some things that you're just not yet clear on that you need Mm -hmm. to take a step back get clear on and I'm sure you would have taken the opportunity before you'd even reached out to some of these key stakeholders to talk about it with your colleagues with your friends you know what can we do so you already had some clear ideas on what it was that you hoped to achieve did you go through that process as well
0: yeah I mean I didn't know how to do anything I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to do it. Yeah. And because I decided I wanted to be doing all these things, Mm. I learned how to do it. Um, the first couple workshops that we gave were really, they had a lot of potential, but they weren't very effective. Mm -hmm. Um, in the sense that we've made huge structural changes since then, and our workshops run a lot more smoothly. Mm -hmm. Um, And our workshops have just grown so tremendously over the past couple of years. One of the big beliefs that I have is if you don't know something, you can learn. And Mm. that really rang true. um,
1: Yeah, for for that. Yeah. And what I loved about this as well, I mean, what you're just saying are just the steps that naturally will flow. Now, I'd imagine that you could have sat around for a whole week and planned out exactly step by step by step. However, running the workshop, getting these young women in there, getting feedback, what worked really well, what can we change? That feedback, I'm sure, has been incredibly invaluable as you continue to plan and roll out your next workshops
0: yes for sure we Mm. take feedback really really seriously and like i think that's actually i mean that's one of the reasons why move is so effective and the other thing is that something that i've been thinking about a lot lately is how important it is to take the feedback of the middle school and high school age girls first and foremost Mm. um MOVE receives, and the work that I do, receives a lot of feedback from everyone else, from Mm. people that have never even seen the workshops, whether it's criticism or good things. Um, We receive a lot of feedback and a lot of attention. But at the end of the day, it's great what everyone else thinks. um, But if you haven't actually been to a workshop, or you haven't read my book, or you haven't been to a summer program, Mm. then you're not really involved in the work, and you're not really as your feedback just isn't as critical to us making structural changes Mm -hmm. as it is for the girls who have actually sat in on workshops, the girls who have actually read my book, Mm -hmm. the boys and everyone else who has actually read my book. Their feedback is the most critical. And Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that a lot lately as I consider ways to make changes and ways to grow. I want to take the people who have actually Taking the chance to engage with my work, um, mm. I want to take their opinions and thoughts most seriously because they are the, the perfect audience, mm. you know?
1: What an incredible lesson to learn at such a, you know, where you are at in, in your life journey because I think that is something that so many of us don't learn till later in life. And it's one of those things that we're trying to keep everybody happy and pleased. Yet what's so important, I think, are the people who you want to serve and support through the programs, the workshops that you want to run and who better than to give you the feedback than those people who you know have been through the program and obviously are going to help pave the way to really continue to develop the program that new people who are stepping in are just going to, to benefit what was it for you then was it sort of like an aha that you said you know what these are the people that i'm going to to value their their support and their feedback and their criticisms Yet the other people, not so much. Was it something someone said to you or is it just an insight that an aha moment that you had for yourself? And the reason I ask you this is because so many of us do worry about what everybody is saying and that distracts us from what we should be focusing on and from the action that we should be taking. So what would you say has been important for you?
0: Yeah, I mean it's something that I definitely still struggle with, but it's something that I'm getting better at and I think honestly the reason why I'm getting better at that is because I do face so much criticism and feedback from people who have never, you know, like for example there are random men on YouTube who will make response videos claiming that I don't have enough life experience to be giving a workshop and I I brought I showed the girls at the summer program part of this video and then I gave this whole speech about how like people are going to tell you that you can't but like ultimately like you can and girls can and it was like an empowering you know like mm-hmm. it was like at the last day of the summer program so it was kind of like a nice way to wrap it up and to encourage them to chase their dreams but mm-hmm. the point of the story is that when I showed this video to the girls I asked them right directly after I showed them like a minute clip of the video I was like what do you think of that and all the girls were like what, like, what is this man talking about? Like, you obviously have enough life experience to be giving a workshop, like you're running a summer program. And the girls were like, just like appalled and outraged. And it was kind of like, a, it was kind of, was kind of a moment where I was like, these are the people whose feedback, as long as I'm reaching the seventh grade, eighth grade, high school age girls, mm-hmm. then that's really all that matters because mm-hmm. my work is not for, you know, and it can be, it can be my, but ultimately at the end of the day, my work is mostly for middle school and high school mm-hmm. age girls. Yes. And that's something that i need that you've lived
1: know. that you've seen that you are you know you are there right at the coalface so to speak with these young young women who are going through this so i have to laugh at when i hear things like that and it's yeah good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. and sometimes <laughs> you've just got to do that if you're getting the right feedback and positive feedback from people who you are there supporting then i think uh, all of the other stuff is just just noise and learning how to decipher what you should be listening to great valuable lessons there that then leads us to another uh, point which i think so many people struggle with and we've touched on this a lot too already in in today's conversation around self-doubt i think listening to too many people with too many different ideas and, and feedback and criticisms can really help us doubt the value that we have to to offer and have to bring what what would you say has been really crucial for you in helping you continue to confront the self doubt so that you can move forward take action towards you know all of your your plans and and workshops yeah. and other programs
0: i think recognizing what you do bring to the, to the table um hmm. i about halfway into the writing process of my book i faced extreme self-doubt coupled with writer's block and just it was like the lowest point of writing my book where i was just i should not be doing this i am not qualified i don't have a college degree i'm just a teenage girl like Mm. why in the world am i writing a book right now and why do i think that i have something important to say and i and i voiced this to one of my mentors and my mentor was like ashley she was like are you kidding me like you need to consider what you are bringing to the table because Yes, you might not have a degree, but that's what actually makes you perfectly qualified. You've been out there on the front lines experiencing all this, and Mm -hmm. you're giving them the teenage perspective. And I acknowledge that I am not here to give an academic perspective Mm -hmm. on the issues that I'm talking about. I acknowledge that my perspective is... The teenage perspective, and it's a researched perspective. Um, granted, it's not coming from an ignorant place, but I needed to value and realize what I brought to the table. And so, mm. for anyone struggling to confront self doubt, I would honestly suggest that you sit down and you make a list of what you do bring to the table. And remind yourself of all of your self-worth and the valuable gifts that you bring because Mm. every single one of us does like I'm a religious person and I really do believe that God blesses us all with special gifts and special talents. And even if you don't put God into that mix, it's still, you know, easy to see that we all really do possess something beautiful Mm. that we can bring to the table. Yeah,
1: I so agree with that. And you know, sometimes when we consider our gifts and our strengths, sometimes they come quite innately. In other words, they come quite easily to us because they are gifts, they're things that we've been gifted. And then therefore, because they come quite easy to us or naturally to us, we take it for granted. And it's not until we start to even get feedback from other people and listen and really listen with an open heart and and, and understanding that when we are given a compliment or someone says, you know, you're so good at such and such, often what we do is we just say, oh... No, that, that's easy. And and what, what we actually do then is we're denying that particular strength. So I think self-awareness is absolutely key. Something else that you've done too, and I want to just share that with people in case they've missed this, and this could be a gap in, in, in their current leadership, is that you've surrounded yourself with key people who support you, who mentor you. And so I think that enables you to take your strengths to a, you know, to a different level or higher level as well as the people who are supporting you, bring other areas of their gifts and their strengths. So together, you really can lift each other mm. up. Have you found that to be true too?
0: Yes, so much. One of the biggest things that I really believe in is the power of especially female collaboration. Um, I feel so lucky that I've been in a position where I've been able to work with all of my best friends. You know, mm. I hear that like you should never work with your friends, and that might be true for some people, but I could not imagine winning without winning alongside my friends. Like mm. I had to do a panel. I didn't have to. I was I was really excited to do a panel mm-hmm. um, at Yale and I spoke about entrepreneurship and I did it and Lexi like wasn't there with mm-hmm. me and I was just like, wow, like I really I wish that she was here. you know I wish that together we got to win because it is so much more incredible when you collaborate with your friends. Mm -hmm. And then you get to share in the successes together.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think even no matter what stage or what age you are at in your business and even in life, I think looking at others as competitors is just looking at things so wrong is that everyone brings unique gifts and strengths. And if you haven't yet identified what yours are, absolutely. Just do what Ashley is just, write them all down, get really clear on that. Then surround yourself with other people who complement that and who can, you know, together you can collaborate. And I think I can't remember who it was that said this, but um, a number of people here in Australia and my networking group said the the real strong businesses and entrepreneurs are the ones who are going to collaborate with other people who bring, you know, their unique gifts and, and skill sets to the table. And together, they're going to be able to be far more powerful and bring far more of value to, to their clients too. And I absolutely believe that. And I would rather work from or come from a place of collaboration rather than competition because it's so much more fun, I think. But you have yeah. to be very clear on who it is. You know, values, I think, are very important as well. Values are key that you're, you know, you're, core values are aligned uh, and that's really important too. So what would you say to a young girl or even a not so young girl who is being held back by fear, who has not yet taken that step to get started on her dream and who maybe have her voice of self-doubt stopping her from doing so? What would be some last words of advice you'd have for her?
0: I would say one of the big things that I um, always tell girls at workshops is that You are a work in progress, um, as is the work you do. You don't need to be like 100% this perfect finished product because you're not. You are learning and growing and changing, and that is so beautiful. Mm. And I think it's important to love yourself and to acknowledge the growth and to appreciate the growth rather than expecting yourself to be 100 percent perfect Mm -hmm. all the time
1: yeah um
0: and just leaving some room for that fear so that way you can tackle it i think is important Mm -hmm. um and to acknowledge that it's okay to have fear and it's okay to have self-doubt because you are a work in progress and to forgive yourself for that but also to tackle that and to confront it
1: so so wise words and I think also too we are always in a in an area or a state of work in progress and where we will be tomorrow and then the next month when we look back we see we have grown and so on and so I think it's just taking the next action step so how can people get in contact with you and find out more about your summer program and your workshops
0: Absolutely. So you can visit my website, AshleyOlofson.com. Mm-hmm. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ashley Um My book is called Survival of the Prettiest, and it can be found right on Amazon, actually. Additionally, we have a Move Facebook page. We have a Move Instagram that we're going to start updating more frequently. Um, and on my website, ashleyolifson.com there's actually a contact page. So if you're listening, you can please, I would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Um, Feel free to reach out to me using that contact form. And then, you know, if you're interested in learning more about my work or you're hearing more about my perspective, uh, please, Feel free to order my book off of Amazon. Again, it's called Survival of the Prettiest. Yeah. And then let me know what you think.
1: Fantastic. And we'll put all of those details, uh, Ashley, for you on our show notes and com forward slash podcast43 and com forward slash podcast43. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing and uh, with your your collaboration partners. I think that um, oh gosh, the, the message that you're sharing and how you're inspiring and empowering these young women are so important. And no matter what age we are, I think everything that you've said today, we can all take incredible insights to really impact our lives. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I was really, really grateful for this opportunity.
1: My pleasure. So if you are the leader in your business and you're going out and you're networking to share your message with potential clients, but as that microphone is coming closer towards you, when you get that opportunity to stand up and introduce yourself, if you freeze, you don't really know what you want to say, and it comes out in a garbled mess, then I want to invite you to a breakthrough roundtable. your compelling message, how you can create influence instantly in a noisy marketplace to get you noticed, hired and paid what you're worth by your ideal client. All you need to do is to find out more and to book your ticket, go to annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough roundtable, Anmaricross.com forward slash breakthrough roundtable. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. I know that you have got lots of uh, tips and strategies, particularly to help you break through that fear, get courageous, and uh, take that first step as well as overcome self-doubt and it is a journey and no matter what level you are at in your business and in your life there's always going to be elements of that and I think Ashley brought some great insights on how she's overcoming that and achieving great results so can you please reach out find out more and if you've got young daughters please direct them to Ashley's page so they can find out more about the workshops that she is running. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, go ahead and do that because every week we have another inspired guest to share her insights, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. And while you're over there, if you've got a little bit of time, leave a rating and a comment on the show. We want to know how it's impacted your life. Bye for now. See you later, Ashley.
0: Thank you.